Rip Comics Podcast. Uh, I'm Robert, and we have Roland from Metal Jaw Comics, and we have Merv Griffin. Anyway, okay. woo! <laughs> yes, yes, and Merv Griffin is in the house today in spirit, but we are here live for another episode of Metal Jaw Comics. <laughs> No, that was last week. If, if you guys have a chance, watch last week's episode. It is streaming on uh, YouTube. And we actually uh, have a had a really good uh, uh, spot for uh, Metal Jaw Comics. And I guess you could say it's the the quiet launch back uh, return. And we will we will uh, get insight as as it's uh, getting more uh, set up and all that. And another sneak peek at uh, some more uh, pencil work. That is going on. Uh, See, but I don't know whether to use that one or. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So yes, so so things are are uh, in the variant uh, homage fashion going on at Metal Jaw Comics. Uh, today is uh, Saturday, and it's Labor Saturday. Day weekend. It's Labor Day weekend, oh. everybody. Yeah. If I had a job, it would be I would have something to labor about. It, it would be a it, <laughs> yeah. Most most of a, most people will be having a three day uh, weekend. Actually, the I'm weekend a month. The the for us the weekend kind of started last night. I was I was watching uh, uh, HBO uh, Max, and I saw that the the ne the new episode of uh, Lovecraft Country was on there. And usually, I've not yeah, not well, seen that yet. Yeah, we usually catch them on Sunday. I, I, I believe that's when the show usually comes out. But that episode was out. And then there's another show that, that we've been kind of dabbling into called The Vow. That that episode has also popped out. So I guess for, for Labor Day, they've, uh, they have, uh, uh, you know, launched these. Well, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you saw that on Amazon. Uh, they released uh, the boys a little bit earlier than they originally were planning on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think maybe that's just a little, uh, a little gift. I guess everybody's getting for for Labor Day. Maybe they're trying to and keep everybody at home, so that they. I, I started. I started watching. I started watching the the next season and woo. Yeah, I got. I got. I got to watch that. That's that's on my list. Uh, definitely, I want to check that out in the next day or two. We'll probably. Watch the whole thing in about two days. No, it comes out weekly. So, but you know, no, no I've already seen all three, of them are all of them are there. These the season one did that, but I think they changed it up for the second season. Oh, were they releasing them in clumps or the whole thing's up? I think the whole thing's out. I just haven't. The only reason I haven't finished is because you know it was one of my insomnia nights, and so yeah. I had to get like at least thirty minutes of sleep. So I. Well, what do, What do you feel about a show that does that? That they release it, you know, weekly and. You know, kind of like the way the HBO and all that kind of stuff. You're you're kind of in that. But I've seen Netflix. Well, no, wait. Has Netflix yeah, there was, done that? A few, there was a few they that Netflix tried. Staggered, yeah, it staggered them out. But but usually Amazon or or some of these other channels will stagger the the shows out, or they'll throw two episodes first, and then you know they'll start knocking them out. Hulu does that a lot. And and see with something like that, I just I would end up probably waiting to watch them all at once because I mean. You know, it, it it is very hard to. I mean, even something like a, a noon podcast on Saturdays. You know, every Saturday it happens, but we don't change it. Um, but I try to find a way to make it. But to watch a show, you know, even though it may come out that same day, you know, I just wait until, maybe you know, maybe wait until the end of the month to like 
Yeah, when, when, when the car's fixed. Anyway, uh, okay. but the... No, uh, uh, I like it. I, I like, I mean, it can be any, if you're trying to build up, I think with um, the first season, you, have you seen The Boys? You've yes, the boys, right? yes, yes. I've seen um, it all I in. think I realized that's what I'm ending looking like Butcher. When I was watching that, well, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, the, the, the world is so vast. Anybody's going to come up with that. But I think that was in the vein of kind of like what we were kind of looking at doing ourselves, uh, trying to do something. Not necessarily, I like their little thing that they're doing. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of opening those Dark Horse comics when they had all those those whatever dollar issues that were popping out or whatever it was that uh, introduced a character, four X characters a month or whatever. Yeah. Barbed wire. That's the one I got. That's the only one I had. Okay. X. Yeah. I, I do. I still have those. I don't know. I, I might. With I might. Ash, with the ash ash cans. Yeah. The ash ash Casada. cans. Casada. 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 Casadilla. Anyway. Casadilla. Sorry. Um. Uh, so uh, there was there was all kind of news, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. It's this. Spawn three hundred nine goes back to print after reorder numbers hit five figures. Okay. So. I'm trying to get this straight. The the book is solicited. Todd McFarland mm-hmm. solicits this book, and then the 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 orders are cut off. You get that FOC. You got to get your orders in, and then then the issues are are the numbers locked in or whatever the case may be. The demand is so great that people keep asking for this. And all these reorders, I guess the dealers start punching the button, reorder, reorder, reorder. And I guess that is, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I really wish I knew, I knew, I knew something ab- about how that works behind the scenes. But then the reorder numbers, and these are, I guess, the numbers that are going in for people wanting to get, you know, extra this. I don't know if it's like America uh, uh, Got Talent or whatever, and the votes are coming in, the votes are coming in. But the number hit five figures. So how many of the first printing of 309 was made that this thing rose to a five-figure account? Uh, that's that's the part that well, I don't I don't get. Well, my question. Well, okay. This now usually sometimes with a reprint, they're going to have a variant cover, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to. So see, to me. To me, that's that's what that's the question I have is, you know, yeah, the reordering because people wanted that issue, but they're not going to get that issue now. They're going to get a reprint because, I mean, again, you know, like I said, I don't know if a lot of people actually know what's going on in Spawn. A lot of people just buy it for investment. So people want that issue. So, yeah, number one, first printing issue is in demand. So it's being put into second – printing and it's like oh we they they you know? actually they actually have the first that 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 printing see this is the beauty of of preview world it actually will give you the and i'm, I'm gonna pop it up right here so that that you can see it but anyway so everybody likes gunslinger which you showed that it has null in it or whatever <laughs> somebody um i was actually i was actually thinking of like i'm waiting for because in you know on on the site, on the Facebook page, you you had posted the uh, the Ninja Spawn uh, cash grab, and I'm just waiting for the Hamilton Spawn. Like, I was gonna draw that, 
you know, like spawn with his like it looks like a ponytail. And there it is. That's 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 the that's the second print. Okay, so that's. Yep. Is that the cover of the first print? Nope. <laughs> okay, just imagine that that green logo in red, and that's your first print, and this is your second print, green logo. Okay. Well, see, no, that's what I meant. So the drawing yeah. is the same, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because I would hate to think that he was like, hey, you know, I decided to draw this uh, second drawing before the first printing even went out of sale for a second print. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you yeah, well, if you look at look at other books uh, that have had second and, and third printings, usually, well, at least in, in in the Marvel world, they'll they'll put something out that's a little bit different. Maybe it's a, some panels that were actually in the book, or maybe some kind of reveal, and then they'll put that as that cover. And then it, when the when they start getting into the third and 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 all that kind of printing, um, I don't know, I I. I I'm, I'm, I've been kind of thinking about it. And I think Marvel has stepped away from actually reprinting that first cover again, or maybe, you know, throwing it off with like different colors because DC does that. I mean, DC will do that. DC will like, if the banner behind the logo is green, then the next one will be red, but it looks almost exactly the same where they'll tint, they'll tint the book up a little, just a tad bit. Well, different. they did that with that first appearance. Well, not first, but that cover of new mutants with cable on it, didn't they? Where it was like a gold cover, yeah. Well, yeah, usually, yeah, yeah, usually the backgrounds, yeah, the backgrounds they'll change from orange to silver or or New Mutants number one hundred. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll change something about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but from well, I don't mind. I don't mind the the, the font. I mean, uh, the color change because it's still the same. I just didn't want that cash grab of ooh, here's a variant. So everybody who wanted the got the first issue, the first printing. Well, you need to get the second printing because. This one was done with Todd's right hand instead of his left or whatever. Is he left-handed? He's left-handed. Yeah. He's left so this, this Bond, I decided to draw, you know, super cool with my right hand, you know. So, so that brings up the other, the other story that I, that I, that I kind of had uh, here. So this is what this, this comic did. Issue 20. Uh, it's so hot. It went back for a third printing. And I mean, immediately, it's like, a, it's like they announced it the day that it was released. The demand is so great that they, they so this is what the third, the third uh, print is going to look like. Now, I thought it was a hot issue because of the cover of the other. I mean, I remember you talking about this one. Isn't that the one you were talking about? Yes. Now, I thought that's why it was hot because of that cover. Right. So we're, now, now, we're yeah, gonna, but see, that's why I'm at, that's why I'm bringing that, 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 I'm bringing that up because now we have this. This is the Lorax uh, throw uh, throw off from the Lorax. It all started with this, and what we're yep. seeing here is a Dr. Seuss Ice Cream Man number twenty, and it looks like Cat in the Hat. Everything, everything yeah. about it is Cat in the Hat. So they decide to go into immediate. I mean, the 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 thing was going for like fifteen bucks. Uh, twenty bucks at the most. Cover price? Uh, no, the book is a three dollar, three ninety nine book. But oh, basically, the I dealers know. were selling it right off the bat. It flew out the window, you know, the door, whatever you want to call it. And so, if you were lucky to even uh, nab a copy or, or, or something like that, uh, you lucked out. So they did that. 
the places you will go becomes Ice Cream Man issue number two, second print. And then this thing goes like gangbusters again. And it, this just came out. So the demand was just as high and they immediately went into a third print. And it's again, another cover. So basically you're playing the chasing game. If you didn't get the first cover, well, you're out of luck. You're, you're, at the, you're now at the mercy of the secondary market. And you know whoever has a copy of that now here comes. Yeah, but with comic, match. with comic stores though, your direct your first market is your second, third direct market because before the issue even comes out, they're gonna say, oh, well everybody wanted this one, so guess what? Second printing is also fifteen bucks. Well, see that's what it means. I, I I think that's what happens. It gets them in a catch twenty two because think about it this way. I've just I did not order that first ice cream man number 20 and I came up a little bit short. So I'm going to double or even triple my order that I normally would put in for ice cream man, hoping that the demand would still be just as much for this issue. Now I'm willing to bet some money that if I was to go out this Saturday to a comic book shop, I could probably walk in and walk out with the second printing of ice cream man number 20. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, so what happens to the demand of that third printing? Do you know what I'm seeing? Are we seeing like it's a, it, it prints low, then the demand is high, then it then you know maybe they're like, oh my god, I got all this crap stuck on my wall, and eh, maybe I'll go back to what I normally get, and then it's going to be a shorter print number three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, well, I, yeah. You and, know and again, but and and for me, or even you know, for some people, I mean, they might like the Lorax. True. They might like, you know, there might be Dr. Seuss fans because I know a lot of Dr. Seuss fans. So to me, and, and I'm going to tell you what, I have no idea what the ice cream man is about. No idea what that comic is about. I may take a look into it, you know, and, and that, that's a good thing about doing this show with you because I haven't, I haven't been, um, you know, I took a turn and started following more web comics and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I, I, there's there's a lot of things that you're you know I, I'm seeing that wow you know after you know a couple of years of not collecting comics you know where where they are um, I think there's now 45 X books <laughs> uh, but and now that they they at least put in the storyline yeah we're just gonna keep bringing it back uh, doesn't matter if they die or not but that is my uh, drink today. From Starbucks, that is, uh, I don't know if you ever had this. It's the peach green tea lemonade. No. Trentasize. No, this is my drink right now. Ocho Rosa, Monster, sugar-free. Yeah, yeah, that's, it, it, it's like you're, you're sponsored by them. Every, every week I see that. Because it's delicious. <laughs> there's been, there's been monsters that I have tried before, but this one is the best. Nice, nice. I, I, I will put it on my list. I, I, you know what I used to get? I used to get the rehabs. Yes, but like the problem is that that's like getting a can of Country Time lemonade. It's not carbonated, so you're just like, it's <laughs> done. <laughs> exactly. And that I drink and that, faster than water. Yeah. Man, I remember those days. It would be like the whole – the. <laughs> Six pack would be gone of the country type lemonades, and 
and, and you know, it just it just felt like air. It was like whoosh, this. It, it was just it's faster than water. You're like, wait, I'm. Yeah. Did I drink that? Is it gone? That, that, that's the problem with the rehabs. I get it. Is that yeah. they're, they're good. They're, they're so going good. Smooth. But it's so smooth. Smooth. It, it's a, a very smooth uh, experience. I drink alcohol. Oh, no. <laughs> faster than water, you know. People can't drink, you know, four glasses of water, but they're already 12-packed in. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 already... the taste. Oh, man. Oh, uh, since we are September, right around the corner, uh, oh. September 19th, 2020 is Batman Day. Uh, it's it's globally uh, set. This was announced, uh, I guess, a couple of days ago. Uh, DC plans to unveil the global Batman Day celebration on September 19th um, for fans of all ages. Uh, and I guess what they're going to do this time around... Um, they're gonna have digital digital activities. That's uh, right. I read about the waves, waves or something like that. Yeah, waves. The waves audio uh, player feature and all kinds of other stuff. They're gonna do all kinds of virtual virtual well, walks have, and all have, kinds of uh, stuff. They have Kevin Conroy doing the voice of the on wait on that app. Right. That's it, the bat. I mean, that right there. So I mean, people are like, "Oh crap!" I don't even know what it was, and I was thinking about. Uh, it says uh, fans can also team up with Batman to protect Gotham cities in a series of digital activities, such as joining the celebration on social media and helping Batman to piece together a series of clues left behind by the Riddler. Uh, if you, you can uh, decode uh, this uh, mischievous hints, you'll un uh, unlock exclusive limited time uh, reveals. The adventure begins when the virtual bat signal lights up. I want to say this is at 12 p.m. <laughs> uh, Pacific, and that uh, September 18th on the Twitter on DC's uh, comic Twitter account. And I know that uh, you know they have uh, you know all uh, we have listed here. Go go to DC Comics on the, uh, dot com, and you can get a lot more of this information. Uh, comic book stores around uh, around your neck of the woods will have. Uh, they're going to also, they're going to give, uh, what a digital free, free comics. And, and it says here, uh, HBO max will celebrate with Batman takeover of the DC brand hub from September 18th oh, to 19th. So I, I'm eager to see what that's going to look like. I might, I might be stuck watching some Batman stuff. Uh, oh, I, I actually started watching on that, uh, DC hub, the, that Harley Quinn show. The the what the the show movie what, the what are you cartoon. About? Oh, okay the cartoon. okay no I haven't the seen that one. one I mean uh, don't watch with the kids okay many <laughs> f bombs and just cussing all over the place and um I, a lot of gore I was surprised they actually uh, they kind of retconned um, Harley's so like you know she's broken up with um, Joker Joker so she's out of that yeah. toxic relationship. Uh, so that's the only reason I kind of watch it because I personally can't stand uh, Harley Quinn because of that whole. That's another. That's a whole different. That's that's a whole other thing. So how do you feel about anyway. Batman Day? Have you ever participated in Batman Day in the past? I know uh, Comics nope. Plus is a, 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 you know, I know that they always do a big celebration here local in Corpus, and so uh, they've been announcing that. I guess they'll they'll slowly start getting more things announced uh, as part of the local celebration uh, component. Uh, Dean over at um, 
Texas Toys will have probably some other thing going on and they'll probably have some various uh, guests uh, to hopefully not get anybody sick. Anyway, uh, but but lots of comics of all over to go around for sure. Digital, free digital comics, free digital whatevers. If you have HBO Max, this seems like it's going to be an exciting little adventure that they're going to have. So this is this is definitely going to be a, a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Batman, Batman Day. I've um, I don't think I've ever went actually to a comic book store on Batman Day. But um, you know, I always see some of the things online and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Were you gonna were you, were you at least gonna mention how the Batman has uh, halted filming because Pattinson has well, he's hanging I, off the rock and I, yeah, I was I was gonna mention a little bit about that, but you know, I didn't want to spoil Batman Day just yet. Uh, oh. Yeah, it it uh, they you know it's funny we did our Batman show and you know what I wonder if that was a sign. Well, and that goes to the other show that we do uh, in the curious nature of things. You know, maybe we shouldn't have done. <laughs> oh, no, no. This isn't Robert Pattinson. This is. No, this no, isn't no. That, this isn't that iconic shot recently of Pattinson. This is the. Uh, the oh, thing. that's what I thought you were doing. I thought he already had that come out in a magazine. I, I just. I've seen yeah, that. But see, this is what I'm saying. See, we didn't talk. We're, we're not that much of a Pattinson fan like we were Brandon Lee. So he didn't die. He got Corona. That's about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's got a little bit of that. Yeah, just just a little, just a little, just a little touch. Um, I wanted to talk about a, a big anniversary issue. Is 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 gonna hit this uh, this month? The return of the Green Goblin, and it's gonna coincide with a legacy issue, Amazing Spider-Man, eight fifty. Now, if you're if you're following just the run of the volume, that would be issue number forty nine. So let's not get that confused. Issue 49 in the volume series, but legacy number 850. And uh, it is the return of the Green Goblin. And there you go. Amazing Spider-Man 850. If that doesn't get you chills seeing Green Goblin in his full glory, I don't know if you are a true comic book fan. Uh, so with, with all of that... Look, so what do you think about this Spider-Man? <laughs> I, I immediately jump in. Let's let's critique the Spider-Mans that are going to be that, here. Is that the cartoon Spider-Man? Like, no, man, that's his. That's his arm. Let's. There's there's a classic Bagley. <laughs> and, no, I'm talking about the comic I'm showing. Oh, oh, oh. Well, they can't see that one because we. I know. Those. I'm showing you this. Like, I can't see it either. Because who I is this? Who is this? Who's doing this book? Is this Otley? That or who's doing the inside? Yeah, I think it's uh, Ryan Otley in it. Well, no, they said that was a cover, but what's the? Well, no, the... no, no, dude. There's a whole crap load of dudes doing the cover. There's like at least like twenty different covers uh, uh, going into this. It says no, courtesy of artists Ryan Otley, Humberto Ramos, and Mark Bagley. So that because I know the, the other story. two. Yeah, they're, the so three. I'm guessing are... Otley. That's Otley's work. Yeah, it's Otley. And then we got this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going to Little Shop of Horrors. All right. All right. Then we got black, uh, white, black and white and blood. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you got this. Mm -hmm. I like what they've done there. Mm-hmm. Like, like that one. And then, mm -hmm. of course, I, I shared this one earlier. Yes. 
Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody on the podcast is that is listening to this will know what the hell we're doing. What we're doing here currently is we're scroll, we're scrolling through some of the 850 artwork and the different covers that have uh, that are coming uh, their way as far as you know uh, in September 30th. They, yeah, so I think they 30th. just announced that it's going to be 850 variant covers. <laughs> so yeah, so. Now, the headline that I was sending you is that there is no story behind it. It's just a, a figure. As of right now, and I believe the cutoff date might be tomorrow, the FOC. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but I think it's this Sunday. They're already at 200,000 comics sold of Spider-Man, the orders. So I can you, see that. So, yeah, yeah, that seems like a, a good. Well, uh, because again, it these a lot of those people are. I mean, Spider Man's been around, you know, a little bit longer than you know a lot of these newer yeah, comics. And, and it's an it's an event book, and what's guaranteed to happen here, even if they put, let's just say, you know, they're giving people fair warning that we're probably not going to go more than a couple of more. Because this this book will guarantee, what do you think, a million seller when it's all said and done with all the printings that will finally come out with this thing? Because they're going to have, oh, yeah, I mean, they're going to have printing two, printing three, printing four, you know, maybe even up to a printing five of this thing. Well, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you know, they're actually going to deliver on this story, because I mean, again, you know, you're only going by a synopsis. And, or I'm sorry, just like a maybe a plot detail, and right. some some of the artwork. I mean, I it could very well easily turn into a. It was all a dream. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was a, a, a Parker waking up from a dream, a bad dream of the. Um, yeah, uh, he was dreaming again of, uh, or he wakes up and he's. He's uh, going back to school, and Gwen's there, and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't just, know. I don't. I, I don't understand how. Why? Why does you know? He, why does he? Why does he? Why does he need like? Back in the that, day, how many people did he need? He did. He. It was just him. Why does uh, he need no. like twelve different? Well, dude, does he need twelve Human different? Torch. Does he need Human twelve different? <laughs> does he need twelve different guys? Come on. With all spider powers. Yeah. Talking about a small world. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to open up the Spider-Verse to come bring all these stupid dudes to come Spider-Diversity. Yeah, there you go. I mean. But, oh, no. They're going into Spanish Harlem. Miles, go get him. And then. Yeah. He's going to. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see Green Goblin flying uh, through different. Um, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I think it's going to be exciting. I, I think that uh, I, I, po I post two of the covers that I liked on the Rip Comics podcast. So um, that, that is a bonus for you guys. Go, go to the Rip Comics podcast Facebook and, and look at the photos that we have for this uh, episode seven. And you will see two of the covers that I picked uh, as what I thought were, were pretty cool. Um, yeah. Shouldn't we call it issue seven? Yeah, I yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> I've caught myself saying that in the first couple of episodes. Yeah, I mean, it should issues. be issue. I mean, you have the issue behind you. Yes, I do. It gets confusing sometimes. No, I know because I mean, with the uh, with the three hundred other variant uh, podcasts that you do. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. You're like the Todd McFarlane of. No, because that would be like you would be creating podcasts and not doing them. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. just just producing them, just just laying them out there. Podcast galores, all left and right, all over the place. Um, I'm your host, Greg Capullo. Greg Capullo. <laughs> uh, but that's that's pretty much what I've seen. So you know, we got uh, 200k. So that's that's a good number. I mean, it's a mile. It's a milestone book. You got a, a very popular character, and we're all kind of hoping that he delivers the goods on this one. Uh, yeah. You got some great artwork happening here. Uh, lots of covers being sold left and right, left and right. Uh, let's just hope that the inside of the book holds up to that. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, my hot pick uh, last week, and I have that pictured on my profile picture, uh, currently still right now. Yes, yes. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, we both had a chance to peruse uh, this. This is actually cover A of the book. And as as we speak, uh, it it was a success, and it immediately was picked up for a second printing. So much success. Congratulations to Emma and Rusty on this effort. Uh, but, you know, uh, upon inspection, uh, we have, uh, we have uh, Mr. Mr. Roland. Now I'm going to, I'm going to thumb through some of the photos here uh, of, of the preview that they actually uh, have here on the, on the, on the site. I think it's a one for one. Let me see if it gets a little bit bigger. Yeah, we'll just keep it like that. Not not too big. But you know, it's a lot of detailing to me. You when we were talking about it, it was very reminiscent of something that we used to read uh back in the early uh, in our early comic book days. And mm -hmm. it's a, a very traditional uh vibe and style that you know still uh, I hold very dear. And I think maybe that was the enduring part of that that got me hooked into this book. Um, there's, there's, it's a really, it's, it's all it, all this book is in block one is a, is a good setup and, and, and uh, delivery of the who, what, and, and, and where, and what, what we can expect because they dangle a lot of little things out there, the different universes and, and the, the mysterious cat. And we, we, we are left with, you know, uh, a peek at one of these uh, worlds. We're, we're not going to go too much more, but you know, we're, we're giving a little snapshot. Um, so, so where do you want to, what do you want to comment first on some of this stuff? Roll. Um, yeah, it kind of took me back to the nineties of Valiant. Um, just the, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, it, it's not like her dad. Um, she, it, uh, just reading through some of the faces um, is very reminiscent of her grandpa, <laughs> you know, the, the Sergeant Rock, the, 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 sir. I mean, it, it's a mixture. I mean, you know, they all go through a school. This is starting to be like the Hart Foundation, you know, <laughs> they go to Stu Hart's dungeon, but um, no, Joe, you know, it, a lot of detail, you know, um, 
in the library. And, and that's what, that's what's surprising, you know, um, then when they go to a world, it's almost kind of like the complete opposite. It turns into like a Samurai Jack almost where it's very simplistic, but in that simplicity, um, I mean, overall it was, it, I, I, the, it, it was a slow start for me. Um, I, I, I'm trying to understand, is it just the name of her, the artist, that the hype and the, that, that it's getting? Um, because it remind you know, it reminds me of, maybe I just haven't seen a lot of today's writing, but some of that writing reminded me of like the 90s. It reminded me of, because I, I have seen some people's, um, some people's, uh, you know, that they used to write back then and then they write now and it's completely di different. Uh, I looked back at a comic uh, script that I wrote back in the 90s and oh my gosh, it did not age well. And, but it's just that, I, I, again, um, it, with, the, with an introduction, I, there wasn't that much explanation. Um, you know, I know they, they, it was an explanation. It was a, a pilot, like a pilot episode. Right. So I, I'm, I'm trying to see why this has gotten the hype that it's gotten. Uh, maybe, you know, um, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this turns out. But I mean, honestly, if I was at the comic book store and I bought it and, you know, me, I, if I wasn't listening to the hype, I may have thumbed through it and been like, oh, okay. But, you know, I mean, because nobody's going to tell me what's good if I'm reading it and it's not, doesn't hook me, then I, I'm just, yeah, again, it, it's, it's interesting. And I'm wondering if the, the, the hype is only because of who's drawing it. Right, right. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, and, and that's and that's what I want. Uh, I wanted you to, to do. I wanted to get a little bit of your insight on or your take on on the book. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, because I know, like, you're you're coming from 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 the old school, and you dabble in some of the more recent comics and stuff. And I wanted to send you this thing. It, it was it was my pick. It is it is part. Uh, uh, it's a good story in regards to the story of the writers. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're coming from the school and all that kind of stuff. You got a third generation. But then when you start kind of digging into it, that's what I wanted to get uh, your take on. Um, I'm I'm a huge uh, Valiant, and a lot mm -hmm. of that is into that fantasy kind of vibe. And, of course, the writing, you know, we've had we had some heavy writers uh, in the Valiant universe when, when we were reading that. Uh, and then the art, the artwork as well. I mean, we, you know, you, you, we, we, when we're talking about the Leightons, the Barry Windsor Smiths, you know, and, and all these, uh, uh, yeah, you could easily say it, 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 it's, it's very reminiscent of, you know, some of, uh, you know, and some of this, well, that's Jim Lee in it. Yeah. Which was surprising that. <laughs> yeah. He threw them a bone. Here you go. I'm gonna help like, you guys out, but 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 I, I like I've seen him. He doesn't talk like that. Yeah, but <laughs> but when I was when I was you know when I started reading this story, I I started finding myself getting like forgetting. I I I don't know. I I, I enjoyed the ride. I liked where well, it was going. The writing wasn't overcomplicated. And I'm pretty sure they're trying to get younger readers into the book because when you look at the very last page, 
It's a teens, rated teens. So, you know, I, you know what well, I mean? And, that's and, what I was going to say for, for us as adults, looking adult men reading this book, you know, and then going back into something like this, where our world has heavily been shaped with a lot of, uh, of the, of the heroes, superhero muscle bound creations, such as from, from uh, her father and stuff like that. Uh, and occasionally we, you know, we would dabble in, you know, uh, and I think what, what happened was, and I don't think the, the artwork was what pulled us into Valiant. I think it was the writing, the writing is. And, and again, and again, this is what I'm saying is that I, you know, my, my main thing wasn't that it's a bad, it was bad or I didn't like it. But my question was, why was it getting like back in the day, there was a few of us that liked Valiant and it was not because of hype. It's because we were reading it and we thought it was good. Right. Which I think you were talking about that we were probably going to try to do a uh, uh, unity uh, thing, which see a lot of people aren't going to even know what we're talking you know, about. <laughs> what we're talking about, but it you know hopefully it'll it'll give them a chance to to kind of take a look at you know like there was other there's always other choices than Marvel and DC and other, yeah. you know uh, and Valiant was one of those where it was like wow, this is, this is a story. This is like, they're not all about sideway issues and stuff like that. They're about, you know, and, and not that the artwork was bad, but it, they were old school artists, you know, until you, you brought in the Bart Sears where he was very and they Yeah, they know. started, they had to do that. They had to yeah. re-inject uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the series. Wasn't Weeks? Wasn't he one of the artists also with Bloodshot yep. Weeks? And, and mm -hmm. you had you had uh, Bart Sear, you had um, I'm trying to think of all the they they were trying all kinds of stuff. Even even Shadow Man went through a series of, of different artists uh, trying to rejuvenate and and and, and stay afloat. Um, early mean, on, you had the Barry Windsor Smiths, right? right. Um, even some of the first covers of like Eternal Warrior, I think, was uh, uh, Frank Miller. Right, the cover. Right, right. I mean, you know, and, and they were calling in probably favors. Hey, you know, we've been in this game. It was Bob Layton and Jim Shooter. I mean, yeah. if you don't know those names, I mean, again, we ask her, you know, I mean, and again, nothing wrong with not knowing those names, but if you're a comic fan, you know, like an actual, you know, like into comics, um, again, everybody's, you know, uh, uh, level of knowledge and stuff like that in comic books is always we, we need to but. we need to save that the what what the shooter part because eventually what happened with shooter and we're, we're not gonna go too deep dive into any of this because it's it's too big of a story but what ended up happening where you know here they are with valiant and all of a sudden you know off they go and into defiant you know what i mean it's yep. like you know so We'll we'll get into that later because when he got into the Marvel universe uh, as uh, as editor in chief and all that, he was a, a phenom. He was like a teen phenom uh, yeah. that was writing scripts and all kinds of stuff. And then you know he he ends up being brought on board and basically was guiding the ship, so to speak, uh, uh, in in in, uh, in treacherous waters uh, to resurrect all kinds of stuff and keep everything afloat that was that was successful, but also to to bring up, uh, you know, whatever. The youth know, whatever. vault. I mean. Yeah. 
but but that's that's for another because that's that's a lot of stuff so anyway uh that was my pick for hot pick of the week uh and i think it's you know it's an up it, it, they're up and comers uh it's uh it's a it's a it's a fun read I, i'm i'm really anxious to see how the next couple of issues because i if i'm not mistaken i did see an interview with them they have uh, the next six issues already uh, uh worked out and then they have more story uh uh you know, more story uh, uh, planned after that. So definitely uh, the next, the next six are, are, are already uh, designed and, and all that good nature. I'm going to start off with uh, the color forms, color forms. Yes. So if anybody does not know or remember what color forms are, they were, well, this is what the, this is, this is not a, a good, uh, representation of what color forms are because because this is like the ultimate uh the ultimate box this was like uh do you do you recall this set or, or you only saw pieces of it after the only fact. pieces because yeah. yeah this 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 came out in about 1977 oh uh, you know I was, yeah I, I was negative two okay. how how i got this one i have no idea uh, because usually we would get the the small, you know, one, the small box. Flea market ones? Yeah, the real small ones. But then this one was like a super duper huge box, uh, size like a, like a board game. And you open it up and it had like panels that you can open up left and right. And those were the buildings. The buildings would actually open up. And, of course, you had the plastic uh, color form uh, characters uh, that were – were there uh, color forms? I believe I had a uh, Return of the Jedi one. Oh wow, that that probably was uh, very uh, very collectible one. It wasn't one that I stole, unlike the <laughs> the Return of the Jedi Chewbacca. But that's okay. that will be in our Star Wars. The, this yeah. is this is an ad right here. It's the Spider Man and Hulk. This is now opened up from what we were seeing before. Uh, it says you get about a dozen uh, in the master pack, or, or unless they're selling the dozen. Okay, it's the. Uh, it says here it's uh, 16 inches by 12 inches, and then one inch thick. So that's what you would get, and um, it says now all two uh, time uh, now two all time great Marvel superheroes team up. And see, you got to remember, at the time, you had CBS, Spider-Man, and the Hulk going on. So Marvel, you know, is licensing their – or Color Forms is licensing these entities to try to take advantage of that. So why not put them both together, you know, in a team-up? Uh, it says, uh, play play these two sets together, and they battle Color Form uh, Plastic Villains. The city opens up, both inside and outside play, Color Forms, uh, Plastic Stick Like Magic. And you get two uh, uh, the black sheets here with Hero, which is Spider-Man, and you got his villains and stuff. And then on the, the green one, obviously, you're going to get the Hulk and then some of his villains. But you have the building, which is a bank on one side, and then, of course, the busted out building on one. And those are actual panels. Those panels will open up so you can actually stick those things on and all that kind of stuff. Basically, we were playing with uh, dolls, paper dolls. Making, you making, were, buddy. 77. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I was playing with action figures, son. Yeah, well, you know, that they were big. They were, those were bigger dolls when, when we had them. <laughs> so this is what we have here. This is the inside look of the yes. color forms. 
and you probably remember all these things scattered all over and everything the money see right there the little green money with the yep. you probably wondered what the hell is that i don't know what any of these but a lot of these characters they were either where refrigerators toy boxes or the mirror in the the vanity right. yeah but these are very classic forms of the uh, of uh, of all the villains, and and I mean, you know, you got Spider Man in various positions. This is Spider Man right here, very famous cover right here. He doesn't have a web on his hand, but it's next to the garbage can right here. That's that was on a cover. You got the lizard, and you got the Craven. I don't know what this guy is right here. Some kind of, I don't know. Then the Hulk. You get all the Hulk in his. But then you got Doc Ock, which which is interesting because these are also Spider-Man villains. Well, oh yeah, because I was gonna say Rhino is. Rhino, yeah. So I guess this should be Spider-Man and special guest appearance, the Hulk. With uh, or unless these guys no, these are all Spider-Man guys, bad guys. Do you have the mastermind? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, back over here in the top over here. That's the only leader. No, that's the. No, not that guy. Okay, this guy right here. Though. No, is that no, no, no? The guy with the big head. That's uh, yeah. that's a, a bad guy for the whole. Okay, so maybe some of these guys kind of crisscross. I don't know. They ended up everywhere. See, I think I saw that guy recently on a comic. I, I thought that was like a, a, a new character, but I guess. Anyway, so I like how they have the little pows and the R and bams. I like how they have the, the word balloons. I mean, you were making also. your own comic panel. It, it wasn't even, you know, that's just well, freaking awesome. That's interesting because it says here. I don't know if that says seventy eight or. I thought this was seventy seven. It could be. It could even be nineteen seventy nine. Um. But yeah, that's those were the color forms. We'd we'd play with these things all day. Um, like you were saying, you ended up getting some that were later on, uh, Return of the Jedi and stuff like that. Was it the speeder bikes? Is that what it had, or what? What was your? It was the. Uh, yeah, because it was the. Uh, the little base that they were trying to break into on uh, and the um, moon of Endor. Moon of Endor. The wow. moon of Endor. Exciting. Yes. Very, very exciting. But yeah, that was the color forms uh, ultimate set. This thing, I, I I think if you if you were to try to find this thing intact, you're probably paying um, a pretty good penny, just because of the collectability of it, and you know just. Uh, you know, being a, a, a very, very cool thing to, to have. Are you, are you, you're, were you familiar with the Presto Magic uh, dry transfer game? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, this is the one that I, I remember. Look at the price, $1.50. This was also in the uh, 70s, 78, 79, something like that. What The way this worked was you peeled the, the sheet and then you found what your favorite character like like this guy's the presto magic guy down over here and you would place it on the set or whatever the scene then you get that pencil and then you scribble 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 and then the next thing you know when you peel it back it's it's on there and and the image of of that is in play so this is what one of the little things look like you had sandman you had uh i don't know some kind of robots in the vulture yeah, Doc Ock, but all his arms were all over the place. 
You also had the Green Goblin, Jay Jonah. I guess that's Mary Jane down here. And then they had a crap load of the bad guys. And basically you would set the scene with where wherever you wanted to put them in the, in the scene. And usually it was like a cityscape or something like that. And you really, uh, what was different than this, than the color forms where once you did it, that was it. You, if you did it upside down, <laughs> the dudes were upside down. You couldn't take the them off and all that, you know, you had to be pretty creative and, you know, using your imagination to make, to make these scenes and stuff. Well, the funny thing about that is uh, color forms, I guess they must have bought that because I'm like, I'm, I'm remembering now. Cause I think, I think that star Wars one, I, I had something like that, but it, it wasn't kiss. Um, no, it wasn't. It was made by chlor, the chloroform chloroform. Yeah. We, uh, kids are playing with chloroform these days, but no, um, it was made by color forms. Cause I remember the logo, but it was like one of those where you had to, uh, you had that, like, it was almost like a wax, uh, pencil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. For us, it was, we actually had to use like an, an actual pencil and stuff. So now you got Marvel superheroes, Rose art. Maybe it wasn't mm. see Rose art, but look what he's doing. Look how, look how he's holding them. Stick and lift Stick adventure and lift. set. You're right. So basically, they were taking the Presto Magic name. That's Presto Magic. Oh, right. oh, I see what you're saying. Right. They were actually competing with Colorform. So Rose Art and Presto Magic, and of course Marvel. Look at that name. That Marvel logo is just going right across there. They get into the game, and you know what? We can make these these images. We can make them uh, a thousand times better. Yeah, uh, the technology. There's the. This is this. You know, some of the scenes. Look at that real vibrant colors uh, you know making Mor the... Morbius yeah the heck? yeah how many times did we actually see him do anything being, right you know <laughs> but yeah wow. there they go there's the you got Captain America you got a couple look at that how how often have you seen this logo the or in the logo right this is the logo of uh, yeah the Marvel logo and same with uh, Cap and then up here, but look, oh, this to me had the ricocheting yeah. shield too. It was it was already in action, and so color forms and Presto Magic, in, in essence, you know, for the being reused over and over. I guess that's what they had to do. They had to compete uh, with that. Now there was something that also came out. This is it. It was called the Amazing Spider-Man Web Maker. You make your own real webs, and basically you had this little web shooter which is in the middle. It's like a Spider-Man and you stick that thing in there and you basically would squeeze it. All you're doing is it, it, you're, you have a, a, a squeezer thing for that tube. And all this is, cause these are kids, even being kids, those things are bigger in their hands than what they really are. This was tiny. Oh, yeah. And so these little plastic guys that they had right here, you break them and you open them up and then you connected them with the webs. And then they would fly around. Again, we got the Green Goblin. See, that's what I'm saying. You got the Green Goblin and Spider-Man always battling each other. Always. It, it, it just – this one has they to should bring them back. Oh, yeah. You know what? They should. It, it'd be perfect time. But then, you know, 
that's what this is. I mean, basically, if you look down here in the bottom, you would, you would, it's, it's like you were the spider and you would, you would put a dot on a piece of the wall and then you would bring it across to something else and then you would have these webs. You're just, you're basically putting the webs everywhere. Um, and then this is the back of the box that, the, that, that you had. So basically you're playing with the piece of cardboard that it came with. That's, that's what you did. And if you had other stuff like cars and toys and all that, I guess you would make your own webs that would snap to that. It, you, you were as creative as, as you wanted to be with this thing that all the little figures that, that we showed are the size of your fingernail or let, or, you know, these yeah. little plastic things. Definitely just looking at it on surface, you got a choking hazard, you got toxic chemical shit, you got uh, little plastic parts. This is, this is, uh, 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 you know, an age thing. I think three was like the cutoff because kids at three, I guess they assume if you were three and under, you're putting everything in your mouth. And if you're older than three, you shouldn't be putting things in your mouth. I don't know. This is the imagination at its finest here. It was, if, if you had no imagination, these games would not uh, work for you. Uh, this is before video games, uh, home video games like that. I mean, if you're lucky, you had some kind of board game that had cards and you would flip cards or whatever. And, you know, uh, we really didn't have action figures. We had action like play dolls or whatever you want to call it or paper dolls or whatever you want to call this kind of play. But it was all imagination. Uh, you know, you, 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 you know what? I think you, you know, you ended up cutting up your own comic books. I think I remember uh, hearing uh, Jesse, our uncle, saying that that's what he used to do. He used to want to play with the figures, and he would cut up his comic books and play with them that way. These these toys eventually led to larger doll Mego figures, uh, web shooter like dolls that actually would shoot water or webs out of their arms, and and all that kind of stuff. So, this is right at the at the seventies when everything was kind of taken off. the The TV shows were 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 hot on CBS television. They didn't have any uh, Marvel movies at the time. Uh, Superman was the king of the movies and, and Star Wars. And actually, if you have Disney, if you have uh, Disney Plus, you can watch uh, the Incredible yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. You can, you can watch those. Uh, if you want to have a retro throwback uh, party and and and. Uh, get into the mood of these kind of uh, action figures and toys that that's you're right that's that's what was there so i'm gonna go ahead and i want to preview uh there's only really two comic books i want to preview out of all the books i didn't i didn't really get into get into dc dc is actually wrapping up the joker war so if you're into punchline uh that's the new uh dc uh villain uh taking over the the thunder from uh harley quinn harley and all quinn. this kind of stuff and so now this punchline character is like you know dominating lots of covers coming out uh this person is like popping up left and right i, I guess it's part of the new wave of of stuff you know like hey we got a different looking joker a different looking batman different looking the robin king and all this kind of stuff you know what i mean dc has its own kind of uh stuff going on and you know marvel's wrapping up their uh, uh empire uh, 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 event and stuff like that and so what comes next is the next wave uh, coming uh, from from Marvel 
And that's what I want to kind of uh, sneak peek. So coming up this uh, Friday, there are at least, um, there's only two books really that, that, uh, that I'm kind of, uh, that I'm kind of focusing on this. And there are lots of books. So, you know, but I'm just going to focus on these two. Uh, this one has been a long time coming. I've already had, you know, mentioned this to everybody. It's the web of venom Rafe. Um, it comes out. There's a little, this is a little sneak peek that previews offered. I know, I know my brother's anxious to see what, what Mr. Sinister is up to. Um, yes. But we have Kate's writing. And this is actually a character that we've actually seen in Annihilation Conquest. Uh, that was a series that was done, I want to say, almost like, man, what year was that? Maybe three to four or five years ago that this character popped up. Donnie Cates has a way of resurrecting older characters and injecting them into new, new, these new storylines with, uh, you know. So nothing new. That he's just. I'm just. I mean, is that what you're saying? No. You can't create things. You must use things that are. It's not what I'm saying, man. So very spacey. I, I, I like I like the style. You know, it's it's not his the traditional art. They they went out. It's a one shot, so they really wanted to give it a a, a certain vibe and stuff like that. It's very westerny kind of feel. Um. You got the guy ready down here. Many name for one who is nameless. You know, it's like the man with no name, the man with no nuts. No, my name is nobody. Nuts. There you go. <laughs> no nuts. Oh, man. And so, there you go. He's got the sarape and all the on hand woman. So there you go. It's like, you know, he's ready to, you can hear the the tune and everything, you know, the, and then back to the future, use that same sarape. And so did, uh, oh, never mind. I was going to say uh, gunslinger, uh, super Spider-Man. I mean, and, and, and I think there was also a thing. There was a, this short movie that was made where this guy was under a street light and then he had to nail hands in the. Yep, I remember that one. See, look that was right good. here, this this scene right down there. That's there he is. It's right, <laughs> but with white hair. So is there somebody throwing a talking about uh, giving money to the Witcher or something? Is this is this the Witcher? No. Are you showing me? no I'm oh, showing you the Witcher. Rat, Ra Okay. Rafe. Yeah. Rafe. So then he. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. No, but no, but that's, that's just it. They're, they only give you just a little couple pages of the thing. So you got Nanol in the back over here and you got Rafe and what, what's basically going to happen is the ultimate, the ultimate showdown uh, between these two cats. Um, are, you're able to see this. Yeah. This is the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the other cover that they're going to have. the red and who? <laughs> This is a, the sword battle, and these two dudes finally show down. And it, it's all leading up to the the King in Black, the coming of Null, and everything like that. So this would be the first piece of that entire puzzle as it's, 
you know, coming down to their massive event. All the comics have been have been racing up the uh, up the charts. They they're they're worth so much money, you know. All leading up to this, the the showdown of uh, eventually, you know, he's he's taking down a very uh, a formidable foe, or he's taking on a, a formidable foe, and then we get to see a massive showdown between these two cats, uh, and then. You know, then we start seeing all the books start coming out in, you know, uh, November and all that kind of stuff. Just in time for a, a, a nice, huge uh, crossover event and stuff like that. So, so Noel, yeah, Donny Cates. That's that's the one I'm 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 I'm, I'm recommending. It, it's he's it's anything that you end up seeing his name. Uh, so just just to let everybody, uh, I'll 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 read it one time over because I I think we just were showing it. We really didn't give any uh, insight of what was going on. Um, so it's it's Web of Venom, Rafe number one. It's a one shot. Okay, since its appearance in the Guardian of the Galaxy, one thing Rafe has made perfectly clear is that he's hunting Null, the god of the symbiotes. Now in the wastelands on the outskirts of the cosmos, he'll have his chance to face him. So hey, I was thinking, I just it just it just. You said Batman Day is the 19th, right? Mm-hmm. And we That's... will be doing a podcast, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yes. Well, Saturday at noon. I mean, we always do one. I don't know why I would not plan around that or at least let you know in advance if I wasn't going to show up. But I was thinking maybe we can do something to, I don't know. Oh, there you go. Give that away. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say rip them away. <laughs> Well, I was going to do that with this comic today. Oh, my Lord. No. Why? No. That's. <laughs> no. 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 I, I will. I will. I will. I will. I will enforce the returnness of that. I'll become Rafe. I'll just be like. Ah! No, what, that's not it. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Oh my God! The you know, madness, the madness, you know. dude! I I heard this the this this I heard the screams of thousand million Alderanians <laughs> all screaming out at once. What's wrong, Ben? I'm not feeling well, Luke. Help me! Twisting the comics. He ripped the cover off. That's what we need to do. We just need to have that picture always ready to to pop up on the screen of Obi Wan going. Oh, I felt uh, <laughs> the screams. Oh, of, of all of all chaoticness. All the the comic, the comic all universe. The fellow comic nerds. Since Ice Cream Man seems to be really hot these days because it's multiple multiple covers, at least they're doing something really cool. And this is this is actually coming out this coming up week. Ice Cream Man presents Quarantine Comic Special. In the early days of the pandemic, the team behind Ice Cream Man launched an, on an online series of mini comic sets of the Ice Cream Man uh, universe. The project was called uh, you know, called Predictability uh, Quarantine Comic. Uh, these strange little ditties were meant uh, to tide folks over while the industry was on pause and also raise money for struggling comic shops. With 50% of all the proceeds donated to the Comic Book United Fund, or BINC. 
Okay, and now collected in everyone's uh, preferred format, a floppy comic book, all six issues of Quarantine Comics featuring brand new cover art and bonus stories by guest creators. As before, 50% of the creator profits will go to the Comic Book United, um, and that's to help stores get back on their feet uh, because comic shops um, are sweet. Um, this Aww. is, yeah, this is, this is, uh, something that we kind of hinted around. I know we were kind of joking about, uh, I, I, I think it was actually, uh, somebody else that we had on the show. They were actually, uh, joking around how the green ranger and they had various rangers going to, uh, power rangers going to comic book shops. And they were actually there to help raise money for this, uh, uh for this 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 cause and stuff like that so these are a couple of pages in the inside uh you know kind of just you know looks like a little taxi driver kind of looking and then the car starts taking off in the air so maybe it's more uh repo man in greece all of a sudden I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah and then he goes off into space and stuff so yeah so maybe he's now the tesla man Launching himself. Tesla man, Tesla man. <laughs> but so OMD for you. Do we do we make do we make a do we make a venture and say how many covers this thing's gonna get printed into? What do you think? I don't even know who that is. I thought they looked like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> well, no, that that was just that one B cover. That. Then why would I even want to read this comic? I thought it was all about Dr. Dr. Seuss. Seuss. Yeah, no. But see, the thing is, it, it's a, like it's, killing Zoe. Seuss. Never mind. The the I well anyway. So Ice Cream Man is the Ice Cream Man that does everything that an ice cream man can. Ice cream can. <laughs> oh. Open the sunrise. <laughs> He, I think, what, what I think he is like, he's like the host of the series, and he's taking you on this crazy journey. Of, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, hey, kind of like that. There you go. Because this is gonna, it's just several stories, kind of uh, telling in in all this collection and stuff like that. And so he presents some tasty treats for you. I, I know I didn't bring it up, but this is actually gonna be worth a dollar. <laughs> hey, true believers. Yeah, it's oh, reprinting man, 1981's uh, 211 cover. So the Grey Crow, that's what it's calling, Grey Crow. Do you know anything Maybe else? Maybe some people can actually, like, buy it and, like, read it. Like, maybe they have it <laughs> and they're, like, not reading their comics. And so this is – you know what? That is, I think, true believers. We're trying to really – we believe in you, that you are reading your books so, so that you don't destroy your books that have been in – Cased in in plastic for life. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. People like you know. Hey, have you read Donny Cates? They're like, I haven't read comics in years, but you collect them. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> but I haven't touched one in forever. That sounds. I like weird. the pretty lights. I like the pretty lights. So that those are those are the anyway. two ice cream man uh, quarantine comic special and. Web of Venom, Rafe, those are the ones that I recommend. And now we're here at Roland's Treasure Chest. Uh, he's going to show us uh, – the, the, the episode just keeps changing the segment. We don't know what we're calling it anymore. It, the, no, it's just me. It's me. It's you. It's you. It's because I show up. There you uh, go. And he's got his own theme song too. Listen to that. My, my ice cream man. We were talking about ice cream man, so let me – let me put a cone in your mouth. Yes, he's gonna you could lick it. He's gonna show his treats. <laughs> oh, so, no! This no, 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 nothing. I'm not cutting the comic itself yet. 
Yeah, but, but you're, you're going to unleash it. You're going to expose it to air. How dare yes. you? How dare yes. you? So this. I've seen that happen collection. before. It's all going to like turn into like dust and fly away. <laughs> Limited edition collector's pack. Number 26,925. I mean, that's, I think that's a low number. I think, I mean, because there's a zero there. Which means yeah. they made more. That, but see, there's a zero in front. That means that it's worth more. Yes. Yes. So we're going to see what's in this. I mean, it says in the back. It's a three-pack. It's a three-pack. No, it's a five-pack. Oh, so you didn't even know what's in the middle. Yes, I do. It says it. Oh, okay. It never mind. What, but I'm going to – but for the purpose of my section, my, my ice cream man, my treats, my novelties, oh, we're going to open this up. And see, oh no, see what is in there? Ah! Ah! That was a push up, that was a Flintstones push up right there. Mm. Mm, old comic book smell, it smells like sweat and cumin. So, that was that's a comic book store in, in Corpus. Did you say cumin? Sweat and cumin, that's the that's the poor. Uh, see, look, see. This is how much it protected it. So this, it was all yellow, but it was just the plastic that was yellow. Look at that. It protected it. You see that? You see the difference? That was sun beaten, and then, oh. So, we have. <laughs> okay. So, a mute milestone. X-Men. Man, crispy. Number 281. Crispy. Very crispy. And it's a mis it's a it's a cut print. You see that? Yeah, you just it was worth more. Yeah, it was all worth more before you did what you did. Yep. So the bottom oh, is, it mis is it miscut in the bottom? Or it shows Okay, wow. Okay. And this was a cover by Wils Portacio or Portacio or however you want to say it. So and and look from what just came out recently. Wow. There you go. Bill and Ted's. And this was the 50 years of Captain America, 1941 to 1991. Yep. The anniversaries. Yes. A new team is born. Yeah. And that, this has, that comic uh, just Gaga. got, it got just born right there. You just burned it out <laughs> of that predictive case there. <laughs> this Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper comic. Yeah. Where someone dies at the end? No. Then we have X Factor number 71. A new beginning. A new team. Their first adventure. Wow. Nice. And this was, you know, inked by Milgram. I don't know. Larry Strowman. Strowman. Look at that. If that didn't, if that didn't get you into Xbox right there. Yeah. It's like, we need Guido. I, I, strong I, guy. I think, I think when I opened that book, I wanted to run away. <laughs> Excuse me. You you got any gray poupon? And then... The figures. Bring home the action. And right here, the only character you could find at the Kmart was Storm. I don't know if this comic is going to go anywhere, but we have X-Men number one. Out of several million, that was the that is the 
that's the record breaker right there. You're showing the record breaking uh, comic. That eight eight million copies were put of that. Now, if I'm not and only mistaken, one million of them were read. If you look in the back of that book or in the middle, is in it? Is it the back of the oh, book I'm or sorry. the insert? In there, an insert? Yeah, no, it, it opens was... up in the back and the front. You need more <laughs> hands, yeah. Uh, nothing to lose, buddy. In the back door and the front. Yeah. Look at that. Beauty, it, beauty, it, right there. Is there? I, see, I don't know if it was in X Force One or is it in the middle of that book? Is there a uh, uh, like a poster, like insert poster, like a, like a two way? Nope. Like at the I mean, center spread. In the back. Maybe the pinup. It's like a, well, pre I mean, a a preview of things to come because in that book, it should be in there. They have a villains gallery. Yes, that's the one. And you can see there's a preview. The there's, a, there's a preview of a of a certain tentacled uh, red guy is supposed to be in there. Is he in there? It's, a villain. it's villains, right? Yeah, I see Mojo Jojo. I see Magneto. Remember that? <laughs> Magneto. 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 Um, I see the Brood. I don't. Omega's Maybe not I'm on that? Seeing, Omega Red's not on that? I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing. I see Loki. The hell was Loki doing in there? When the hell did Loki come out? Yeah, he just was freelancing. Oh, no. You know what? I see no. I see no. Look at that. Right above Arcade. That is freaking no. <laughs> right there. Or it's that guy who's in the... Uh, Gunslinger Spider-Man uh, Yeah, so that book now just went up $2. You heard it here first. Now it's $4. Yeah. I, I can't remember which – it was a book. I forgot which one it was, but there was a – they had a preview of Omega Red. Things to come. There it is. Yeah, that's it. That is considered his – they consider that a cameo. And you know what's funny? There is no tentacle. There right. are no tentacles. Yeah, you don't have none of those things. Only in Japanese comics. See, the what thing the is classified. Right, but see, and the, and the thing is on that one, they don't consider that his first appearance. Why? Because it, it's a poster. They consider not only that, but you have the sketches. Right. Yep. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You could look at these other books like Marvel Age and all that, and they have like one picture of a Spider-Man with a red shit on his shirt, and that book's like worth like fifty bucks. But this thing that printed eight million copies is still worth—I don't know how much it's worth. I know that this is that that particular issue is the most sought-after one out of that run, because each one of those gatefolds was a um, yeah, it was just out of forty thousand. Yeah, this was out of forty thousand. So just 40, to let you know, they added that zero to mess with us. Yeah, yeah, but but that particular uh, comic right there. Or X Men, the X Men comic uh, was the most printed book. Uh, yeah, because you would have made. Each, yeah, each each, each of these was an yeah. issue. Yeah, each one was a cover. So you had and, it all put together or separate, and that was one of the last three uh, books uh, put by uh, written by Claremont. Yes. Now, if you go to my Metal Jar Comics Facebook page, you'll see that I did a Z and G version. Of, of that right there. Classic. But it also had that silo. Right, right. Anyways, 
um, we're not done yet. You thought it was a three pack, but no. And there's more. All right. After you see, after you see the other two, you're gonna wish it was a three pack. But before a little fun, who has? Let's see if there's anybody out there that has the wait until why wait until next week to see your favorite shows? Introducing laughs TV trading cards. Wow. This was a variant Urkel that you know. They, it actually says laughing uh, family matters steve urkel then you had torn between two lovers and it was carl winslow with richie and i don't know it's just a scene from that episode larry, larry appleton it's appleton but you speak it it, it was a see that who has the i want to find out how who much has, a yeah. set of these cards and how much that you would pay to get rid of them. <laughs> so, let's go into part one. Now, now you don't usually see this, but this issue is a cover. It's actually a Spider-Man co comic. And I know you don't usually see Todd mm -hmm. McFarlane full of himself right but in this comic he actually said bye to himself as if he was spider-man so we have sabotage x over crossover part one and this whole issue is sideways we should have known this is what image was going to give us just full splash pages like practically the entire oh did, we, did anybody ever call this and answer all the questions in the danger room so <laughs> Look at this. We found out Tom McFarland couldn't do any better with cable. That's just. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, he, that's a sideways head. I, and I, mind you, I don't draw any better, but I don't, also don't get paid as much as these guys. That's a sideways head. That's like when you draw. I don't know if you've ever done it, where you're drawing and you're angled all wrong. Is that me? Is that me? <laughs> You're Billy Mays. Look at this comic book here, everybody. No, just. Okay. Now, I've never seen the what? juggernaut no. look like that. He looks like the guy from Fat Albert. <laughs> and the great thing is, is that with McFarlane characters, they have 175 teeth in their mouth. <laughs> Maybe he thought he was doing Venom. <laughs> every no, every comic, every comic had exaggerated teeth. One hundred seventy-five Native American teeth, right there. Well, he, so, you know what? he was inspired by Liefeld. Well, that's who he worked with because part two of this sabotage. It is, is it is sabotage. X Force number four. Nice. Lightfield. And you can tell because Lightfield doesn't use a ruler when he draws guns. So they bend. <laughs> it's not an illusion from me. I'm not doing like that. Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a bendy gun. Let's fix that. <laughs> what the frick? It's one of the infamous five. Oh, but you know, Lifefield didn't want to get outdone, and he made sure to. 
to continue on. I find that interesting. If you look at the other helmet, the helmet looked like it barely fits Juggernaut. That one, the helmet is so huge compared to the way Life uh, McFarlane drew it. It's like his his face was like coming out of it. It was like more like a stocking, and that one looks like it's a like a dome, like a, a clear cut dome. Okay, there are twenty two teeth alone on this bottom pick on his jaw, bottom jaw. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not that. I'm not a dental hygienist, <laughs> a dentist. Uh, I just. I'm not a dental practitioner. <laughs> um, and you gotta love when Lightfield is like, I don't want to draw the webs. I'm just gonna do a gradient on Spider-Man. Yeah, he don't need webs. The colors he give just... it away. I don't have time to draw those webs. I don't know what panel that Spider-Man's supposed to be on. Jesus. But, and look, look, watch out. The Joker holding a Wolverine card. What blasphemy is that? Robin 2, the Joker's wild. Hey, wasn't those like hologram uh, issues? It would hold a card and it was like a hologram also? Yes. So we have that beauty right there. Butcher. Billy Butcher. Hey. Oh my gosh. So that one was in the pedigree treat pedigree collection. Complete five issue set for eight dollars and seventy cents. Which is that now was worth over fifteen dollars in near mint condition. Okay, it's the Pedigree 5 set. Now, now you're going to make me look it up. Pedigree. Uh, five, it was a 5. Lost five. Pedigree. five. <laughs> and what year was that? 92. Bill, don't forget. Remember? Bye, Todd. You'll never draw me again until Overstreet. I was at a... Uh, uh, thrift shop or whatever i picked up a Th a thanos volume two one through nine i thought that was kind of a cool pickup e each book ranged from a dollar 25 to about a dollar 50 and uh if you follow anything on the on that i mean uh on that front those are those are actually pretty good pickups uh for that for that run uh, that reminds me of uh tollbooth willie that'll be a dollar 25 there pa dollar 25 yeah have you ever heard that I think Adam Sandler. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Again, don't let your kids listen to it. It's, yes, uh, yes. Adam Sandler at his finest is very raunchy. And I didn't want to go through this episode. I did not want to mention Ninja Spawn. Uh, that uh, that cover that cover Thank was you. shown, and then of course a different color in, in the logos were shown and then let's just take all the colors off of that and let's just show a black and white version and then that version popped up so instead of just three books being available now there's four books available and yeah it's just very surprising that Tom McFarlane would do something like this um, he's very humble very he's like the Gene Simmons of comics well, he's here. Well, he's got well, all, you know, that's 
He's a ruthless businessman. I, I want to show off this shirt. Nice. Because Gordon is alive. My daughter had bought it for me for uh, my birthday during quarantine. It's a good so, one. Gordon's alive. Gordon's alive. These were comics that I was possibly going to talk about. Yeah. That one actually is worth some bucks. <laughs> Let's do this. That should yeah. be one of the cover. That yeah, the cover. Yeah, that one actually. Uh, that one's a good one. Flash. Cool flash. And if you want to get an expert set, you can cut up your comic and get some D and D. Yeah, that one's a classic one right there. Now, this right here. Amazing new life forms are taking over Atari. Look at the graphics on that. Dude. Dude. That, oh, my Man, gosh. I'm running out to get that one right there. It, oh. That looks so real. Video games are so exciting. Yeah, but not realistic. Oh, no, they were. They're, they're yeah. It's in the game. Oh, no, that's not that one. Atari to the game. Oh, here's something interesting. As we speak, a new ZNG has been posted to Facebook. Oh, there you go. So that's uh, you're, you're going to the link will be available on this episode. Um, uh, don't forget to subscribe to Ripped Comics podcast on YouTube and, and give a thumbs up and give it a thumbs up. And, and listen to it and then listen to it again and then go listen to all the last six episodes and catch up with all the adventures. And share with your friends. Go on the Facebook. You can listen to the episode for at least the next 24 to 48 hours through the weekend and you can watch them live. And then what we do is we do the magic of adding the intros and clean up the episode uh, ever, ever so lightly. And then we put those up on YouTube. Uh, to find these again, go to... YouTube and type Ripped Comics Podcast and you'll see the episodes uh, all there. This is the seventh episode. So you'll see the first six if you go there right now. Lots of great content. You can go back and, and, and listen to our picks and you can listen to a, a lot of the... Um, uh, we have a Crow episode up there. We have a Batman episode. We have... Uh, uh, we, and we, we, and we talk about all kinds of, uh, hot topics that are going on at the time. So, uh, and if there's and, something, yes. if there's something that you want to listen to us talk about, or, you know, you can, uh, put it on the Facebook page of ripped comics podcast, or even, you know, come on over to metal jar comics too, you know? Yeah. You could drop them, drop them a line, drop them a line. And, uh, we will, we will look at it and, uh, see about talking about it. Um, also don't forget come up with some ideas for Batman day and possibly giving that little bad boy, the old classic TV series, uh, Batmobile. We'll announce little things, uh, uh, on there where we hopefully let your friends know, let everybody else know that we're going to do a little, uh, special Batman day, uh, uh, giveaway or, you know, however, giveaway. give it away, give it away. And we might throw uh, something else Batman-related. We still haven't figured out what that is. So just uh, like the page, like the, and subscribe to the YouTube, and you will get more Rip Comic podcast action. Uh, so our, our giant size Batman 
uh, Batman Day special giveaway and all that good stuff will be happening around that uh, weekend. So uh, until next time, I'm Rob. And I'm Roland. For Rip Comics Podcast, uh, we will catch you later. Rip and Rip and